0: Hi, today we're going to be talking about creating emotional intelligence through asking better questions. I wonder if you've ever had the experience where you, your mind tells you one thing, but reality is telling you a different thing. Or maybe your mind is mind reading into what you see on someone's face, but you're wrong. Or maybe even you've had an experience where you have an emotion and you take that emotion for real. I wonder if you know that your body doesn't create your emotions, you do. And that the emotions that we have are not hardwired into us, they're created in the moment. And I also wonder if you know how much your past experiences create your present reality. But we know that the past doesn't equal the future, right? How you predict the future is up to you. How you live this moment is up to you. Emotional intelligence is the ability to be aware, sensory acute, and mindful of what's going on in that moment. To be able to be emotionally intelligent, we need to first be vulnerable to allow ourselves to know that what we're mind reading is possibly inaccurate. We make sense of our world based on our own personal model of the world. NLP looks at a model of the world. That is how you filter your world through your history, your meta programs, your values, your beliefs, your identity every single thing that you've experienced in life is a part of your filtering process. So if you think of your hundred million neurons inside, each of them have a vote for what's about to happen next. This is how we predict our future. This is how we predict our next moment. But what if we're predicting in a way that is simply based on the filters and not on a perceived reality of what we want to have happen? Enter the NLP metamodel. If we take a quick look at Sally, This is Sally, she's our NLP communication model. Briefly, what she says is an event comes into our our mind, or into our lives, and we filter that information based on our model of the world that I just talked about. We then distort, delete, and generalize this information, create a movie in our mind, and this leads to a state, a physiology, and a behavior. Our state is our mood or an emotion. So that mood and emotion that we want to be more intelligent about is automatically triggered based on whatever has just happened. Now most of the time, the whatever has just happened, we're not consciously aware of it. There's approximately two million bits of information. That number comes from the, the 1950s, probably a lot different than that now. But two million bits of information coming into our awareness and we're filtering that that stuff to make sense of it in our own world. Nop modeled Virginia Satir and a way that she utilized questions and going on from the work of, of Norm Chomsky and a few other lingu- linguists they were able to decipher down a variety of questions that help us to dis- to uncover what's been distorted, deleted, and generalized through our model of the world. An interesting thing is once you look at something in a different way, it will always be in that different way. That new perspective is now in your unconscious mind. It's now a part of your model of the world and a part of your filtering processes. For example, if you notice that you were really, really uh, nervous before giving a presentation or speaking in a meeting or doing a test, then what has just happened is whatever's going on physiologically, you're connecting to and making meaning of it. You're predicting what it means because your brain has already predicted that moment. But if we could come back and look at the meta model, and here's a few questions from the meta model and we start to ask questions. What specifically does this mean? What else could this mean? What's important to us about this? We start to uncover information. And what if we find out that it's not nerves and nervousness and anxiety, it's excitement. It's excitement to share what we know or to share a concept or to speak up in the meeting or have our voices heard. And all along it's been excitement, but we term it as anxiety. And just that word anxiety brings a whole nother cascade of chemicals and just thinking of it ex- as excitement changes the chemical reaction again. Same chemical reaction however, different output. We are in charge of our mind there for our results. More and more science is catching up to the understanding that our brains are not creating the neurology and not creating the emotional state that we are in, but we are. Nobody is pre-programmed with a fear center or a, a happiness center. It's all the cascade and the connections of various chemicals that our brain creates in the moment of what's happening. So I invite you, next time you do a mind read, you guess at what something means about your own body and your world or about the world of, around us. That instead of guessing, you go, hold on, push pause, and ask a question. The questions that will help us to uncover what's been distorted, deleted, and generalized. This way you will have more awareness of what's going on around you. Allow yourself to be more intelligent when it comes to emotions. Because the intelligence that comes from emotions isn't from an intuitive sense or a mind-read sense. It's an I can ask better questions to figure out what's going on. So here are those questions again. Write them down, push pause, do whatever you need to do in order to help yourself get these questions into your muscle because they will make a difference to how you understand people, how you communicate, how you understand your own world, how you predict what the future has in store, and ultimately your own emotional intelligence.